Good day and welcome back to Autolooks Autopod Online. I'm your host Everett as always and today we're looking at the rise of the green transport industry. Autolooks.net Autopod streaming day or night coming right at you right here right now. Yes, we've been hearing a lot about this through, well, basically Tesla Motors. But there are actually a few other car companies out there that are looking to basically enter into the green automotive circuit. No, yeah, we all know that there are some that are coming through from Ford, Scanna, Volvo, and, well, believe it or not, Audi. Yes, Volkswagen is actually introducing Audi into the green transport technology. And as of right now, they're just looking at the concepts. But today we're going to be following up and looking at basically who Tesla is going to be competing against within this field now we all heard that the brand new tesla semi is basically going to change and revolutionize the world of automotive transportation as we know it really is it going to be the number one transport to beat within this industry or do companies like volvo scania ford even audi have a chance at beating it yeah well they actually do just like with green automobiles they have the best chance in the world to beat tesla at their own game why? Economies of scale. They have tons and tons of money that they can pump into these projects. So if they really wanted to, they could beat Tesla. Well, not, I shouldn't say, beat them to the market since Tesla is about to basically introduce the Tesla Semi onto the streets around us. But the other big corporations could do this if they wanted to. It could be a couple of years away. And as we're seeing from Volkswagen fighting Tesla now, it could be in the near future. But what we're getting down to is the major fight between three major up-and-coming transport companies now everybody has actually heard of Tesla and their semi why because Elon Musk loves to push his product onto people he is great at doing this that's the reason why Tesla has become such a global player within the green industry is because he is a face and a voice for a corporation he knows how to get his products out there to everybody and make sure that they know about his products that's why he was such a great corporate executive for this corporation now, it's sad to say that he's been removed from his position, but hey, be the face of Tesla. And in my books, he is still the face of Tesla and the guy that's going to make this corporation take on the world. He's going to be the one that says to Volkswagen, no, your ID product products are not going to beat my Tesla products. Your EQ products from Mercedes are not going to beat my products. Why? Because Tesla was here first. We're not going to be bullied around by the big corporations. No. And the two other competitors to Tesla within the transport range are saying this as well now two of them haven't really been heard of one of them actually has a little bit more to stand on now the funny thing is is that the secondary corporation that is fighting tesla on becoming the number one green transportation corporation within the world takes another part from that once great man what was his first name well his last name was tesla and his first name was nikola yes we're talking about nikola tesla and the nikola corporation which is building a electric utility vehicles side-by-side -side quads right now and they're going to be pushing their Nikola 1, their Nikola 2, and a brand new product, the Nikola TRE transport. Yes, they're going to be pushing this product out into the world. But what makes them
them different than Tesla? Well, Tesla is just about battery technology. Nikola is about hydrogen technology. That corporation actually has a different leg to stand on when competing against the Tesla. Why? Because hydrogen reacts, well not reacts, but hydrogen systems are very similar to the internal combustion engine. And yet refueling is as simple as pumping the hydrogen directly into the fuel cell tank. Now, it may not seem that easy to set up the system or that cheap to set up the system, meaning that the Nikola transports may come out being a little bit more pricey than the Tesla. But if the North American marketplace or European or Asian marketplace all start adapting their facilities from internal combustion engine using the petrol industry to help spearhead the revolution of hydrogen, we could actually see a contender in the green marketplace. Sure, Tesla has been pushing his supercharger stations all across. Let's just say in my hometown, there is actually a supercharger station and there is actually, if you head up Highway 11 from Toronto all the way up and across 17 when you hit North Bay, start taking 17 all the way across to the Manitoba border, he is setting up supercharger stations. Why? Because he wants these Tesla semis to be able to transport goods from the great city of Toronto all across the province as they already are because, well, everybody knows Toronto is the warehousing hub of Ontario and it doesn't matter that a city like Thunder Bay is almost 13 hours away from it. Hell, let's just put it on our transport and ship it there because putting a warehousing system within the city of Sault Ste. Marie, Sudbury, Timmins, or Thunder Bay does not make sense viably. So Tesla knows this. So that's why he's setting up these supercharger stations. Now Nikola is actually starting to push his own hydrogen refueling stations and he's actually going to be setting up their own system. Yes, Nikola is going to be setting up their own hydrogen refueling stations just like Tesla did. Why? Because they want to become a contender with the transportation industry. And as you can tell, the United States Postal Service is already signing up to become one of the main contenders for the Nikola transports, utilizing the Nikola 1 and Nikola 2 transports for shipments of their product. Now we all know big corporations, for instance, like Walmart, and that have been signing up with Tesla and their electric truck, knowing that they ha already have a supercharger station. But with Nikola around, now Tesla's got a little bit more to be wary of. Why? Because Nikola has actually had an extra year of working on their product over Tesla. Their product is near ready to reach the marketplace. And as we all know, Tesla is great at pushing its products, but unfortunately, when it comes to building their products, they're not good. We're not talking about quality. We're talking about actually releasing their products on time on the right date. And we all know the Model 3, the Model X, and the, the Model S were all off their due date. Now, the Model 3 came in a little bit better than the Model X did, but it's still having issues. Plus, they didn't realize how much capacity they had to build to build these things. Well, if they couldn't figure that out for the past three models, what's it say about their brand new Tesla Semi? Was it really going to be a contender for transportation domination? Or is it just going to be another step in Tesla's foray into the transportation market? Is it really going to be a major contender? As we've already seen, companies like Audi with the e-tron, Mercedes with the EQ, Volkswagen with the ID, and Chevrolet with the Volt and Bolt industry, they're actually becoming major contenders for the Tesla products. That said, if somebody like Ford with their cargo trucks or Scana or even Iveco wanted to get into the transportation industry of green transportation, they could do it. And they could take on Tesla and say, hey, we want to do it our way. And well, you're going to have major problems getting your products out. Nikola, on the other hand, well, they're a brand new company. And the reason why they've taken so long in producing this, this product, we've been hearing about this since 2016. Well, we're in 2019. It's three years. Years. product development. The Tesla Semi 
product we only heard about in early 2018 and they within a year want to get this product out where Nikola has been working on this product for three years now needless to say within those three years they now have three models about to come out but hey they only need to get out their actual pumping stations to get these things out which they're actually already doing we did originally talk about at the beginning of this that there are three major contenders for the green transportation industry well who's number three there is another contender within this industry going up against them that is i don't know if you've ever heard of it about thor transports yes thor transports they build their own electric transportation and they want a piece of this pie now their vehicle we actually heard about 2017 and just like nicola they've been working on their product they've been building their test products off of existing transport platforms to see if they can actually make a go of it now the front end of these things is completely different than the transports that are originally coming from but the rest of the product is similar to existing transports so they're basically looking to become a coach build corporation but basically have their own front end they're going to utilize somebody else's transports to build their own name now this actually does work in their favor because now all they need is just a plug-in system which tesla is already paying to put out there porsche is already paying to put out there there's so many companies paying to put out these brand new supercharger stations that thor all they're going to do is make sure that they can utilize those systems plugins for their own transport if you can utilize those transport plugins hell you can coach build your way into a marketplace which has two major players already in it one a hydrogen transport that's been working on it for many years and two the tesla the main electric truck now we have to take a look at what these things actually look like now if you've actually gone online and taken a look at what the nikola one nikola one the nikola two the nikola uh, what is that tre and the tesla semi and the thor trucks you could see it all on autolux.net just take a drive over to the corporate websites page scroll down to find the transports page and you'll find yourself on well basically it's alphabetical order just look for n and the t portion of that page and you'll basically find your link to the Nikola transport page, the Thor transport page, and Tesla's main corporate page, which you can find a link to their transport. Now, take a look at these things. Really, what do transports mean to a marketplace? Well, they mean big, they mean power, they mean, well, they get business done, right? Well, if you're taking a look at these things, you're taking a look at the front end of, let's just say right now, the Nikola 2. Compare it to the Tesla Semi. Now, Tesla has built themselves on a green automotive base, right? Green cars don't need front grill. Why? Because you don't need to bring cold air within the front of the vehicle to cool off an internal combustion engine, right? Well, okay, now you don't have a front grill. But consider the fact that a radiator, which is now spawned into a grill for a car, has been around since the dawn of the automobile industry. Now Tesla wants to change that. Take a look over at Thor. Thor, oh yeah, we're, we're an electric car transport company, right? Well, take a look at the front end. They have this massive steel-plated grill. Now, sure, this thing is just there for decoration and for cooling of the battery pack. Tesla, on the other hand, uses tiny tiny little air dams at the bottom as its cooling system for the battery pack but a giant grill would actually make this thing look more like a transport and less like a piece of space age material from the year 2100 this is something you expect to see cruising around the streets of a futuristic world not 2020 we're all gonna have to make changes we all know that vehicles are now starting to go through a bit of a design change something that hasn't been seen for nearly three decades the late 80s and early 90s was the last major evolution of the automobile 
sale. And Tesla's kind of making that with the brand new te- transport, their cars, and the Model X. They're trying to change the way we look at the front end of a vehicle. They're trying to make us see that you don't need a front grill. But unfortunately, transport truck drivers still see their big rigs as something they want to polish up and make look good. I don't know about you, but I don't see a big rig convoy or a big rig rodeo with a bunch of Tesla semis cruising around because it's just a hunk of sheet metal. Sure, you could polish it. Sure, you could paint pictures on it. But it's just a hunk of sheet metal. Now, take a look at the Nikola. You got that black fake grill. Doesn't mean nothing, right? They got a bunch of cool air ports for the fuel cell system. That's about it. They got this massive grill on the front end. It doesn't mean anything. But why did they put it there? Because they know people's interpretation of a transport still breathes with them a front grill. So Nikola says, hey, we're going to put something on the front end. Sure, it's going to cost a bit more. Sure, we're going to need more stamping machines. But let's make this thing look like a realistic transport from today with a few features from the future. We'll slowly evolve our transports into it. Now, Tesla already has the fact that their vehicles already starting to look like this weird space age bubble thing. Nikola doesn't have that because the only thing they have going for them right now is their electric utility vehicles. They're side-by-side electric quads, right? So they need to make their transport look like a transport. The funny thing is, is that their transport actually does look like a transport. I don't know about you, but that Nikola 2, I'd use one of those in my yard. The Nikola TRE, that actually looks like the evolution of the brand new Volvo transports. It is what you would come to expect from a transport. Sure, it doesn't actually have a functioning grill on the front end. It just bunch has a bunch of lights and chrome features. But this is the evolution of the automobile, right? We need to evolve. We don't need to take a massive jump from here to there to say, hey, this is the future. Because things like that never seem to work out when we make something too futuristic. You want a perfect example for that? Let's take a look back to the mid-90s. Video game era, right? We're talking Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis right around the time the Sega CD was coming out. So we're starting to evolve from a 16-bit to a 32-bit system. Now, 64-bit systems had already been created thanks to Atari and the Jaguar back in the day, but unfortunately, didn't take too well. Things that are way ahead of their time never seem to sell. We always seem to think that we want future technology and we're willing to get it now. But unfortunately, as humans, we can only accept so much right now. Well, Sega made that problem back in the mid-90s. Sure, the price point of this product was way out to lunch and nobody can afford it, but basically the concept behind it was too far-fetched that people couldn't believe it. We were still sitting down, playing video games with controllers that had cords attached to the system, and you can only play as two players, right? Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo. Sega comes along and says, hey, virtual reality systems are here, man. People want these things. People want to play games with virtual reality systems. Hey, let's create the Sega VR. We're going to sell this thing for over $1,200 to people. Sure, an average consumer at that time couldn't afford it because $150 is usually what you'd be paying for a Super Nintendo or a Genesis back in those days. Not $1,200. It was way above on price point. But it's the fact that it was a super future technology. Now, take a few years ago, about three, four years ago, virtual reality systems started coming back. It's just like three-dimensional, right? Those 3D TVs, those were a big fad for about a year and a half. And then they died out again. Why? Because people don't want to sit there wearing glasses. Sure, it's a future technology because now our glasses can see the full range of it and we can actually visualize every single thing in 3D. Fortunately, unless it's like the Jetsons where it's a 3D holographic image directly in front of us that we don't need glasses, we don't want it because we've seen it before. The VR is a system that people had seen in science centers, but they weren't willing to pay for it. Now, bring on price point to about three, $400 in the year 2016, people are willing to pay for a virtual reality system. System been around for only 30 years, virtual reality. It's just it was too far-fetched at that time. Tesla is doing this with their semi. They're basically taking a jump 
from now, basically taking a jump as that bubble teardrop style of design from the early to late 90s. And they're just jumping at one full standpoint into the year 2050 when we start to see a lot of vehicles starting to lose the grill on the front. I because now we don't need them. If there is a point to a grill by 2050, it's basically, I don't know if you've ever seen the V Volkswagen Cedric, it basically just a system that can tell you stuff, right? It's going to be a screen on the front that's going to be utilized for your headlights and for making communication with other drivers. So we, by then we may not need a front grill on the vehicle. But right now, people's perception is that a transport actually still has a big burly chrome grill that you could be seen in your entire rear view mirror. And unfortunately, Tesla is not standing on this point. So we're not actually saying that Tesla is not going to win this battle, but we don't feel that Tesla is going to become a major player within the green technology of transportation of products. And right now, everybody is just kind of waiting to see if Tesla is going to make it before they start pushing their products out there. We've seen for a few years of Volvo pushing out this weird skin thing. Audi creating their own electric transport. Ford is playing around with the idea. Yes, we're going back to the beginning where everybody had this idea of creating this electric truck, but they want to see what happens with Tesla, Nikola, and Thor. Do they actually make it? Do they actually get sales? Sure, big corporations may dump a ton of money into it for a few, they may make a few thousand sales, but unfortunately, if it doesn't save them money in the long run, they're just going to cut their losses, ship the trucks back, and say, screw you. We don't want these things because they're not saving us money. They're not helping our business, and really, it's not better for us. It's better for the environment, but it's not better for us. So that's why the big corporations are not pushing their way into the green transportation marketplace yet. They're going to slowly make the change once they see companies like Thor, Nikola, and Tesla either hit it off or go bust. We're not saying Tesla's going to die. We're just going to say Tesla may not fully make it. It may become another product like the Model X. It's there. It's there to get sales. The S gets sales, yes. The Model X gets sales, yes. Model 3 is getting tons of sales now because now it's an entry point into the Tesla product range, right? But the fat of it is dying out. We do see a corporation like Nikola making their way through. Why? Because their transports look like transports of today. They're just an evolution of today. They're, this is something we could see. You take that Nikola logo off the front end of it and you put Scania on the front end. We could see this product being sold by that corporation. And all it is, is basically putting a fuel cell stack where the internal combustion engine was, making this a green truck. And we all hope that Nikola will actually be able to get their hydrogen powered systems out into the marketplace because we've been seeing since the mid 90s, we've been hoping for the fuel cell system to actually break through and start becoming commercially viable. We have seen it in my home country of Canada. We actually have seen it with Ballard buses in Vancouver. They have had fuel cell buses running there since the 80s, not off of electrical systems from above, but fuel cell stack systems. Mercedes has worked with them and they've tried it. They have been working with fuel cell systems for years. Same with BMW. We've witnessed and followed this corporations and this technology grow. And we're just hoping that the fuel cell marketplace will actually expand and evolve. And we believe that the transportation industry is one of those main places where you can help this technology become commercially viable for production vehicles. Electricity is great, but you still have to remember where electricity comes from. A large portion still within North America and in Asia comes from fossil fuels. European marketplace is a little different, but with that said, we're, it's, we're not saying that we're big promoters of green or we're big promoters of fuel cell. We believe in both technologies and we want to see both succeed, but that's what we're saying. We want to see both succeed. And with these transportations, we believe that maybe Nikola may have a better leg to stand on because they're a new corporation and they're, they've spent years going over just this product line. They're focusing on 
just this one product. Where a company like Tesla has to focus on their core industry of the automobiles with their brand new Roadster coming out and their new truck that they want to produce. Along with this, a transport. It's a completely different product, completely different marketplace than your automobile. So it's a completely different division. You need to separate two for Tesla to succeed. And unfortunately, it seems like they want to focus on every single segment altogether as a corporation. Thor, on the other hand, has a massive leg to stand on because they're utilizing the coach build technology. They're using somebody else's product and enhancing it with their own and then changing up the front end to make it look like their own product, right? We've seen that many a times with many different corporations within the coach build. Go back to autolook.net. You can go back to our corporate website tab, go down and check out some of the coach build ones. You'll find out very quickly what vehicles are being used to build these products. With that all said, we believe that the green transportation industry is, is now upon us. And within the next three years, so by 2023, 2022, we're going to see transportation of goods being moved by either electric or fuel cell or a combination of both within transports. Yes, big corporations like Walmart, Amazon, FedEx, US Postal Service are all going to start utilizing these things first. And if we've learned anything from UPS and FedEx with the delivery runabouts, the users of the arrival van now, and DHL now switching over to green vans as well. From Iveco, we all know that the green transportation industry is now upon us. We just want to see who's going to win the major battle and who's going to die. We're not placing our bets on either one of these corporations, but we just hope one may stand out above the other. This is it from Autolooks. Keep following our feeds and check in back with us at autolooks.net on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, and hell, even our Autopod on YouTube. If this is ever signing off from autolooks.net, strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride from autolooks.net.